Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome. I'm Dave Myers. And I'm Simon King. Uh, well, we're not the hairy bikers today. We are, in fact, the agony uncles. Uncle Si, say hello. Hello, Uncle Si. Hello, Uncle Dave. No, I am Uncle Dave. Hello, Uncle Si. Hello. hello. Oh, what we're like, eh? We can't solve our own diction problems. No. But, um, yes, no, it's official. We're doing all right, aren't we? And it's official. We're very good for animals. We've had this message from Claire who said... My dog is happy every Friday as I listen to the podcast on the dog walk. Ah. So that's an extra long walk for him, an extra 5,853 steps or more towards my daily target, while giggling and laughing along all the way to your nattering. Well, Ah. a happy dog means a happy owner. Yes, and a happy dog is a regular dog. And I hope you've got nappy, you know, those sack things that you have. Dog, what do they call them, dog? Poopy bags. Poo bags, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what, Kingy? I had some scented poo bags, which is that touch of class. The only thing is, though, they'll use them. They they were freezer bags. So all my my leftovers ended up smelling of, like, very cheap perfume. (laughs) Well, that was that, really. (laughs) You You know what, bro? You know, I think I rang you up, actually, when I was in Dubai Airport. And I looked and I thought, that's... And there was the Louis Vuitton shop. And in the window, they had... Louis Vuitton scented dog shit bags. Nice. And I proper took the hump with this. I just was like, I went, oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, that's consumerism gone insane. And I, and I, and I oh, I didn't like it. I, I, I went off and had a word with myself. Well, I, I think was... mine were more like, you know, what's that pet superstar scented poop bags? Yeah. So mine weren't quite the Chanel experience that one hoped for, really. No, no, no. Well, it, it was more also... like, you know, 1970s Charlie. Yeah. What have you got on? I've got Charlie. Oh, that's it. Oh, you nice. Know, you know what I hated as well? That white linen. Can you remember that? That's still. Oh, still, yes. Oh, God. Oh, right. yes. Used to make I used to sick. like patchouli, although that, that takes me back. Yes, also, uh, from a message from Facebook. John Parker has asked if we'd like the Triumph Speedmaster and the bobber that we rode on the telly. I loved my Triumph Speedmaster. I fell in love with it. I love the colour. I love that. The, the bike was like the perfect bike for somebody of my generation. It's the sort of bike you can go to work every day on. You could pack it with your missus on the back, put a tent on and go on your holidays. Or you could go touring with your best mate. My bike did everything. I loved it. How about yours? How, you, how about your little bobber? <laughs> My little bobber, I was like a drum on a pea, or whatever way that round it is. But uh, I, uh, yeah, every time I went, every time I went across a, a bump or a lump in the road, something disappeared up my nether region, and it was that small. It was just like, uh, no, I wasn't, I wasn't loving it. It was funny though, because you know we had the speedmaster before, but he got the bobber out of the catalogue because it looked really cool. It did. But when it arrived, I saw his face. It's like, ooh, uh, you know, thinking. <laughs> Six foot three looks down, but honestly, from behind it was hilarious because the distance between the top of his head to his ass was greater than the distance from his ass to the floor. <laughs> and that's never good, man. It's never a good look. There you are trying to look cool on the telly, and you look like a knacker wally. 
So uh, <laughs> you, look, you always look cool, Kingy. But the bike's quite a frisky little bike, yours, wasn't it? Well, it was because the front tire, the front wheels, are uh, uh, quite large, so it has the tendency to skip a bit. It was a great, great motorcycle for in town. Uh, going to buy milk. Yeah. <laughs> buy the Speedmaster. Buy the Speedmaster, they're great. It was yeah. brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, yes. you need to get in touch with us because without problems, we don't have a podcast. And the way to get in touch with us is by email. Yes. Funny that. It's how yeah. everything is these days. And our address is agonyuncles, one word, at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Now, pausing the, uh, the problems of the near as always is the one the only the thin white duke the man that is mark Cheese. ah hello yes lovely to see hello, you um, I, I, on saturday i was actually out in the sunshine a bit so have i have i caught a little bit of sun perhaps i'm not quite such a such white pale uh, sun. no no I am. no no no, no, no. no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And to dig into your dilemmas, we've got that fantasy figure for the middle classes. It's Surrey's answer to Claire Rayner. Posh Tash. Yeah. Claire Rayner? I mean, she was brilliant at problems, but I really could do without that image in anyone's head that Posh Tash is anything like Claire Rayner, if that's okay. But lovely as she was, I'd rather not be the maternal figure she was in that way. This, if this, that's right. but this is, we've touched on Posh yeah. Tash's ego key, Dave. Uh, right. I mean, uh, Virginia she, Ironside. No, she was in a wheelchair. Oh no, that was Thingy Ironside. No, that's the it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I only know one. Well, that I can remember. No, Marjorie Proops, but no, you're not like Marjorie Proops. No, no. Okay, I don't know any other ones. There's Diadelia. Doesn't really matter. I'm just Posh Tash. I'm a whole new generation. Yeah, I'm going to create it in years to come. Everyone's going to go. Oh, isn't she like Posh Tash? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, a bit like Sally Traffic. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Sally Traffic. Yeah. I don't. She, she, oh, you know, yeah, she does all you know the drive time on Radio Two. She got her own book out as well, Guide to Service Stations, I think. Has she? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I might have got that wrong. But... I tell you what, Dave. And as soon as she moves into a Guide to Sausage Rolls and Pasties from Service Stations, mind where having her. That's it. Yeah. No more Sally yes. traffic. Yeah, that's your bag. Oh, management, I'll make sure of that. Don't worry. Yeah, no, well it. done, man. Thank you, yeah, thank you. We're not worthy. <laughs> uh, Dave. Yeah. Uh, let's get on fixing the nation's nationness. Play the jingle, dude. I press the button now. Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Because I heard your advice is the best. Well, in this week's edition of the Hairy Bikers Agony Uncles, Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash, you will be shining a caring light on these problems. We have... Trumping trouble. <laughs> the colleague from hell. Right. Two wheels or three. Ooh. And in size favourite bit, confidential corner. Today we have Toy Boy Trauma. Toy Boy Trauma. Oh. But we're going to start with Trumping Trouble, and uh, I need a, a male and a female name, please, if you could choose. Uh, Uncle Si and Uncle Dave. Uh, Trevor. Barbara. Trumping Trevor. I love it. Trumping, Trumping Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, uh, this comes from Barbara. Says, for the sake of my nose, please help with a dietary issue. I moved in with my partner, Trevor, three months ago. We'd been seeing each other for about two years, and occasionally we stayed at each other's houses, but now we are together all the time, I've discovered something very disturbing about Trevor. 
He's able to produce some of the most foul-smelling wind I have ever encountered on an almost continual basis. You know when you're walking through a busy town and suddenly you get a kind of drain smell hits you? Well, imagine that, but in your bedroom and your lounge and, well, everywhere, really. No matter what he eats, plain food or spicy, it has exactly the same effect. So, are there any foods which might help prevent this? It's either that or charcoal underwear for him. And that comes from Barbara. So it's over to you. Oh, Barbara, 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 I know how you're feeling. <laughs> I put up with him for 35 years. Do you remember at the, uh, at the BSB, the British motorcycle thingy? Yes. The superbike yeah. thing. We were in the control tower and you did one at the top and it emptied the tower. Six fours. <laughs> you know I'm not lying. I know that. No, but that was, I had prunes. That was that, you know, I had prunes in that dodgy hotel. You but you don't eat prunes every day. No, I don't, but I did that day and look what happened. <laughs> you used to like them as well. I did, yeah. I've got yeah. a photo. I've got a photo. But you used to be dead loud and proud about it. You sit there in your underpants with your, you put your, your legs behind you and you let rip with a, with a zippo. Honestly, it was like watching an episode of Platoon without flamethrower in the jungle. <laughs> it wasn't Lapa! Yeah, right, it was a bit of a party piece, really. Well, if you, if you got one in, you just got to find yourself a spot, step away outside, do it somewhere else. Not in a tower block full of people. You just don't do it. I mean... Well, he didn't. He did it in the loo. It I didn't did. matter. And well, I, I, I had prunes in a dodgy hotel, didn't I? So it all went... It, well, oh, my it, God, so it came out the door. Well, you have to open the door to get out the bog, Tash. I don't know whether you have people that do with gold, <laughs> with white gloves on that open the door for you. You've got them sticks that you put in that smell a lot, don't you, everywhere? Yeah. Oh, I have all those, yeah. Yeah, plug-ins and that. I don't do it. I don't fart. I don't go to the loo. I'm too posh. No, I can believe that. I can believe that, absolutely. No, so can I, actually, to be fair. You've never been to the toilet since 1966, <laughs> in a practical way, a good balanced diet will help. The uh, thing yeah. is, you need a lot of fibre, but if Trevor hasn't been eating fibre, then the fibre might come as a bit of a shock and you've got to work through that. But actually, what you can buy from health food shops, this is serious, are charcoal oh. tablets, not charcoal pants. They're fine, they're about... They're, they're dead cheap to buy. Just drop a couple of those when you have your dinner <laughs> and it's like a fire blanket. No, it's true. There's another tablet called Deflatine, but they used to be little green ones called Wind Cheaters. But I don't know if you can get them now, but you can definitely buy Deflatine and charcoal Dave, Dave, tablets. I'm just noticing here that you, you, you right, rightfully called out Cy for his horrific incident. However, you seem to know a lot of products that help this thing <laughs> I, here. I was There's just being polite, on. yes. Yes, because <laughs> well, what he will not admit, though, is he drops them, well, there'll be me and him in a lift, and if, I lay, if I'm on it, he'll watch and see what floor, <laughs> I'm, floor I'm on, right? And what he'll do is he'll go, what floor are you on, King? I'll go, four. He goes, oh, I'm on two. And then I'll go, oh, yeah, all right, mate. I'll, I'll see you a bit later on. He goes, yeah. I'll, he gets off at two. Just before he gets off, he drops one. <laughs> I've got to stay on the list for two floors. Somebody inevitably gets in and I'll go, <laughs> it wasn't me. Brilliant. It was him. But he's not here. He's got off at floor. And I have to go through this whole, I'm really sorry. Because, like, some names, when he does drop them, it properly stinks. No, not like yours. No, but but on a, sometimes <laughs> when you're doing voiceovers, you're in a recording booth together. Oh. I, I have taken a couple of charcoal tablets just to make sure that I don't. I'm not repellent to my colleague. You can buy them buy them from all. It's not, not nothing terrible. But um, I'll tell you one thing. You know, I used to work as a makeup artist. I was doing a film once in Toronto. You know, you mentioned the lift thing. Yeah. Gerard Dipperdoo. 
Ooh. He used that used to be his party trick. Never get in a lift with Jared Depardieu. He's a big <laughs> lad. He would get in the lift and then he pressed like all the buttons and then. <laughs> and because he was Jared Depardieu or Dippity Doodah, no, nobody had said anything. He was just like French. Hello, French drinks lots of wine. Here's my. <laughs> so this charcoal thing, I just want to go back to that. Is it like Viagra for your bum hole? You know what I mean? Is it like, you know, just kind of stops it? I don't know. It makes you poo-poo black. Oh, well, that's a bit disconcerting. You can't have a good day. Anyway, this poor person, poor Trevor, can't live on charcoal now. So I just think Trevor needs to start thinking about stepping outside the room at the right time. Wait, listen, if Trev needs to keep Babs, he's definitely going to have to do something because she's yeah. off. Another six months of smelling like, you know, a drain is not, not going to well, help, is it really? Kefir is rather a wonder, wonderful thing at the moment. Um, yeah. Kefir, which is like a naturally fermented yo- yogurty kind of drink thing. Um, maybe just take like a nice glass of plain kefir every morning to line your tummy and set it up for the day. Because obviously there's a bit of disturbance going on. You need to take his probiotics and a glass of kefir. And if that fails, charcoal tablets. No, buy, buy Barbara a peg. She's got to live with the problem. She puts the peg on her nose. He can keep going. It's fine. I wonder if Trevor does Dutch ovens. That's horrible. Have you ever had a Dutch oven posh? I don't even know what it is. It's where you fart and then push your partner's head underneath the duvet. She's repelled, Dave, repelled. Hello, hello. Honestly, you can tell you're not northern, lass. That's part of the courtship ritual up here. Tell you. <laughs> well, that's what you say. When, when your relationship's going well, you go, was all right. In Newcastle, you do. Was yeah. all right. We're on farting terms now. Huh? Oh, yeah, uh, there's something about that, isn't there? No, I can remember having the worst stomachache ever on a date, pre this husband, actually, years ago, and thinking I, ne- I, needed to f- I needed to fart, but I'd been holding to look thin all night. I think I got all the air trapped. What happened when you got down to the jiggy jiggy? Because that shifts a load of stuff, that, you, you know, when you... Uh, you must have farted, man, when you were jiggy jiggy, and everybody does, don't they? Oh, shit, maybe they don't. <laughs> no, no, mate, no. Oh, that, no. That, that, that's a big no-no. That's really? a really bad one. Oh, no. Never, never. I can't help never, no. I, do you remember once, do you remember that once in a... It was, was it, we were cooking on a Christmas special. It was a gammon. So to depict the passage of time, <laughs> yes. we started playing Twister, me and you. But we had the Queen's butler who was with us. So he was going to serve the, the foresaid meal. Yeah. So the Queen's butler, or ex-butler, because he must have been ex, he must have been short of a job. <laughs> he was there, and so with his foot, he was rather elegantly dressed, would spin the pointer. And so we were playing Twister. And at the time, it was pre-diet. So, you know, we were quite hefty lads. Needless to say, we were in an awkward position, the pair of us, rather like a, a big granny knot, human granny knot, and I, I gave way and King collapsed on me, and I did let fall the most enormous trump. <laughs> this was on telly, but the Queen's butler, he was just, he just looked so disgusted, didn't he? <laughs> he looked at Dave and I in this big heap with this, because he had the, the whole kind of, you know, colossal Silver salver, like yeah. Silver yeah. Salver thing. And he just went, ew. <laughs> Hold on, I'll put my belly away and get up. Sorry, dude. But actually, if the problem reaches, on a serious note, if a problem reaches this kind of proportions, I think Trevor should go and see a doctor or a dietitian (laughs) and get his shit sorted. Literally. (laughs) Food makes everything better. Problem number two is the colleague from hell. Uh, This comes from Danny, who spells her name with an I. Uh, So Danny... Lady, 
I think. Hi, Uncle Si and Uncle Dave. Please help. Since going back to the office, I have a work colleague that is driving me mad. It's just little things, but he does them all the time. He constantly calls me by my surname. He keeps nicking my pens, even though the stationery cupboard is right next to his desk, and even drinks my coffee. I've tried telling him to stop doing this, but he now does it all the more because he thinks it's funny and that I'm not really angry with him. I feel like I'm back at school, and I'm at the point of putting laxative in that coffee and letting him drink away. But I'm sure there's a better way. Any advice would be gratefully received. I'm sure you must have encountered some annoying colleagues in your time. That comes thanks from Danny. So, over to you. Oh, Danny, it's a difficult one, isn't it? It is. I think he fancies you, Danny. No. What, a flirting technique, you think? Yeah. You just think he's being cute? Yeah, you know, you think he's been engaging. You know what I mean? You know Bloody that annoying, isn't he? Thing? That's yeah, all it is. Of course it is. He's not going to get anywhere. No, of course he's not. I'm just saying. I just, I just wanted to I put know, it out it's, there. It's tantamount to bullying in the workplace, and that's not tolerable, is it? No, it's not. And we haven't come across that many because me and him work together a lot, and you know we're all right, me and him. I just, I don't know. It's awkward. The thing is, you know, these days you're encouraged to go to human resources and complain. But well, I don't know if that that really no. solves much. In the initial thing, I would just have a word with him, and then the onus is on him to correct his behaviour. And if he doesn't correct his behaviour, then go and get some help. Because you see, he should be all right at work. Should look forward to going to it, you know. And you know, he can get his fat backside off and get his own pens. Yeah. And. And if I think putting laxative in the coffee is a damned, damned fine idea because Kingy, that's what Kingy I would do. Condone poisoning. Oh, I might not poison him, he'd just give him the shit. No, no, it's spiking, isn't it? He'd start stealing all the loo paper and that would really annoy her. Yeah. She'd take yeah. her own roll, that would be, that would be yeah. frustrating. I'd drop my roofie, he'll not do that again. <laughs> 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 I do what we did in school once. Uh, it was like there was one kid that kept nicking everybody else's crisps and Bovril crisps had first came out. So what we did was we ground Senecott tablets up and it looked <laughs> just like the powder on the Bovril crisps. Put them in the Bovril crisps uh, covered in Senecotts and left them. And we soon found out who the crisp thief was. And who was it? Genius. Well, sir, sir, I need to go to the room! <laughs> That was boys' grammar school for you, Tess. Yes, they are serious. I think Danny should start nicking his stuff. Just walk over and take his pen and use his computer or... I mean, just then go, do you like it? No, you don't, so stop doing it to mine. You know, call him out a bit, maybe. I'm actually with you, Si, though. I've been thinking about it. I think it could be flirting. He wants attention. He doesn't yeah. know how to get it. So maybe if she does go up and say something, there's yeah. something in that. Uh, yeah, the thing is, though, nobody wants to go out with an emotional dwarf, though, do they? And it's a pretty basic way of getting some sort mm. of attention. If he's pinching her coffee, could she just tell him she's got herpes? See, <laughs> now we're talking to you. <laughs> now we're talking to no, you. No, that's psychological <laughs> warfare rather than poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, no, it's only Senecott, dude. It's not, they're not, we're not poisoning him. Well, depends how much mm. he puts in, like, his bum could fall off. <laughs> do you remember, do you remember, you know, before you said this thing before we had all the protocols, you used to be able to go onto someone's screensaver and you could change their screensaver or you could change the wording that came up. It's a shame she can't go up and secretly put a message up that when he turns his computer on and just sort of goes, Fuck off, don't take my coffee or something, please. <laughs> That's my bloody pen. <laughs> I don't have to do it anymore. You get sent to HR and you're out the door. I don't think I'd ever hear that word from Posh. No, no, I didn't either. I love it. I love it when you get like that. 
Sorry. <laughs> it's like if the Queen were to tell you to fuck off, isn't it? It's fabulous. Wouldn't it? It'd yes. be like, oh, the Queen's just... Yes. Oh. My husband and I would like off you. to Barbados. God <laughs> <laughs> rest Prince Philip. God rest Prince Philip. God rest you, sir. All right, all right. Well, let's go around the table and let's see what, uh, what advice you would give to Danny. Uh, Uncle Dave. Fight, not flight. Don't let it ruin your working environment because you spend a lot of time there. Confront him, tease him, try and get your own back. If that doesn't work, oh, that go to human resources. Okay, thank you, uh, Uncle Sai. Uh, I'd uh, I'd put uh, I'd put laxative in the coffee that he's pinching, <laughs> and then uh, and then go and nick bits from his desk. Okay, and Poshash. I think nick his chair. Take oh. his chair and see what happens when he sits down. Oh, <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, he got, he got to do something. I'd yeah, I'd be petty. I'd do it back to him. Yeah, I'd be petty initially. <laughs> I just tell him to fuck off. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony, uncle's a line. Now it's time for problem number three, which is called two wheels or three. And it comes from Lindsay, uh, who's in County Durham, not far from me, actually, Si. Says, hello, Uncle Si and Uncle Dave. I love your work and the new podcasts. Given the sage advice you've offered so far, I wondered if you might have some for me. After a long time in a relationship, I'm newly single again, which means I don't have my motorbike buddy. After an interruption to my biking days, I want to return to something that I loved in the past and have a little bit of me time again to buy a motorbike for pootling around the countryside, fells and dales near where I live in County Durham. No superbikes for me, though. I'm more of a Royal Enfield type of girl. The Dilemma. I'll need to bring my little Bedlington Terrier with me. She's blind, but absolutely loves motorbikes. So, should I buy a trike or a bike with a sidecar so Bella can enjoy the ride with me? Any advice you have will, I'm sure, be very useful and... Bella will be grateful to get back to the wonders of motorbiking again. Thank you, Lindsay. Over to you. Right. You don't... No, you don't need a motorcycle and sidecar. It's a Bedlington Terrier. It's just slightly bigger than a large rat. It's fine. No, it's, it's just, not. It's a, it's a fine dog, a Bedlington. Well, no, they're beautiful dogs, dude, but, like, you can stick it in a picnic basket with its lid. You can get... You can buy them, you know, with a... With a, with a you know, leather helmet and, and goggles. Your Bedlington Terrier will look mint like that. Do I get two wheels and tootle about? No, I, I get a motorbike and sidecar. I think it looks so cool. And, like, the Bedlington Terrier could get used to that as his space or her space. Put the dog's bed in there, nice blanket, few toys. And he's brilliant. Do you remember, like, when we were in Russia and um, we had that motorbike and sidecar there? <laughs> and you, you were just the same. You were like my Bedlington Terrier. <laughs> I was, to be fair. Got out and pushed when it broke down. Everything was great. In the middle yeah. of Cosby Precinct or wherever it were. Where were we? Nevsky Prospect. Ne- Nevsky Prospect. No, we won't be going there again. No, not for... No, we won't. But no, um, no, I think a sidecar would be cute. A trike, could be, a trike would be odd, really. Yeah, it's a bit... Yeah. We no. ended up on a trike once, didn't we? That Christmas special where you got knocked off your bike and bust your foot. Yeah, bust me... Yeah, and crack me pelvis. 
was it was kind of like ow don't go over the bump ah. who, who had to put up with grumpy old Geordie on the back of the trike <laughs> yes, this, thing, this thing was made by a company called boom trike who rather kind of lent us it but it wasn't small was it it must have been Oh, it was massive, and it had skulls. So when you turned the indicators, the skulls would rotate and their eyes would flash. Oh, I love that! Laughing. Yeah, but the thing is, I picked it up in Bristol and we're filming in Newcastle. So Muggins here in November, had to do this thing. <laughs> it was wider than a car. It was bigger than a car. I had to ride it up from Bristol. But the funny thing is, it had all the inadequacies of a car, like getting stuck in traffic, but none of the benefits, like sounds and a heater. <laughs> Every time the skulls rotated and their eyes flashed, you know, you nearly caused chaos. But then, you know, there's me. I get up there thinking, we're all right. We can finish the programme now. We'll be all right. I don't want to get on it. <laughs> oh, were you a miserable git, si? I wasn't like that. I was gracious. To a point? No, not really. <laughs> oh, yeah. see, that, see, that's a lie. It was like Dastardy and Mutley, and I was Sorry, in front, Dave. so you know it was Mutley. Do you know what I mean? Surely if you're a hardcore motorbiker, being sitting in a sidecar must feel a bit, I don't know, isn't it a bit beneath you? If you're, you're used to being the driver, and you've got to go and sit next to your mate, and he does all the bit, and you're there with your hair goes blowing in the back. The only reason that me and him survived is because we're not... We've been four times around the world. Hey, well, Tash, we, are t- we are talking about the passenger being a Bedlington Terrier. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> different. <laughs> you know, he probably hasn't seen Easy Rider yet. Yeah, no. true. His image's not wrecked yet. OK, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, I could see a, a, a right field, a nice mid-sized bike like that, with a little in-keeping sidecar, and you could put on the sidecar side the name in gold writing, the name of the Bedlington Terrier, like Rocky or whatever he's called. And with his with his little bed in there, his toys, his water bowl, you could take his water bowl, some dinner, everything. It'd be fantastic. I'm not very good at helping with this problem because I I love the look of a motorbike, obviously, and I love you guys, but I'm not a massive fan because they scare the life out of me. And I'm also, and I'm sure we might lose listeners on this one, I'm not a massive fan of dogs. <laughs> when you put the two together... Controversial, posh Hold on. You go for a walk with a dog, it needs to use its little legs. It doesn't need to go in a motorbike, does it? Yeah, but they can't keep... No, it's about companionship, Tash. And I know that you have a house full of servants and kennels for the corgis, but... And you don't like the dogs in your house, but around your huge palatial estate, is fine. You walk them as well. You can't ride a motorcycle and have the dog on the lead, Tash. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> That's good so, exercise, isn't it? Love, I can be fit. It's not, it's not possible. Are you a cat person, Tash? I bought my, I got given a, a fish tank for my youngest son about seven and a half years ago, and I filled it up with water a year ago, but it's still got no fish in it. So I'm not great at embracing the pet option in our house. Um, I think I can't look after anything else. I look after too many things. But I grew up with a cat. It wasn't really one that sat on your lap. So and I never had a dog, so I don't really... I don't know the companionship, but I do appreciate the relationship. Don't get me wrong. I just don't understand why he needs to be in a motorbike. Because she wants to go she out. She wants to take it out. out. Oh, I understand. Yeah, but on a motorbike. Oh, is the dog God. really going to love sitting there? Is it going to stay in there? Is it not going to jump out? It it'll stay in there. It's not daft. Lindsay's just... If, she, if it jumps out, it dies. Lindsay's <laughs> just said she loves... He loves motorbikes. Motorbike and sidecar, I reckon, is the answer. Because then he yeah. can have his own domain and environment. And he can <laughs> shit in it, which is always good. He wouldn't, because it's his own world. 
he'd, oh. he'd cock his leg out the side or he'd get out, have a poop and then pop back in again. And then you pick it up with a with a, with a doggy bag, preferably not scented from Louis Vuitton. <laughs> <laughs> or with your food in it in the freezer. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> the meatballs have never been fresher, oh. I tell you. Well, if you're down, if you're down, down now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email, send an email to the agony uncle. To the agony uncles. Well, it's time for Confidential Corner. Du, 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 du. Yes, Uncle Si's favourite part of the show, and this is called Toy Boy Trauma. Now, I need uh, three names here, please. This is uh, an anonymous, obviously, it's Confidential Corner. Uh, I need two ladies' names and one male name. Joanna. Joanna. Mm, very nice. All right. Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah, lovely name. Good. Morris. And Morris. Ah, Morris. Okay, so uh, this email has been sent in then by Joanna. Joanna says, Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, please help me with my problem as I want to salvage my love life. I'm 49, single. I live with my 22-year-old daughter, but she'll be buying her own place real soon. So I started online dating. I began a really lovely messaging relationship with a 48-year-old guy. Morris. Morris. That's Morris. It was so lovely to have a funny, charming fellow to chat with, even if he'd obviously used much younger photos of himself on his dating profile. Always bad. Anyway, after a few days, I suggested that we meet up. And that's when he admitted to me that he wasn't actually 48. He was 25. The photos of him were actually him as he is now. He explained that he loved older ladies, but completely understood if I didn't want to see him. But I thought, yeah, why not? So we met. He was gorgeous. We got on like a house on fire. And that night he came back to mine and I had what was, without any doubt, the most passionate, electric and amazing night of my entire life. Oh, lucky girl. <laughs> you said that out loud, Tash. And after... Sorry. <laughs> Afterwards, we lay and chatted and just decided that we'd have to forget about the age thing, really, because, well, we really like each other. And then we did it again. Too much information, I know. <clears throat> anyway, I work in a small office and I have one very good friend in particular, Sylvia. She's always a good laugh. She's very open about her relationships. And when I say open, oh. I mean open. So I was so excited to tell her my news. Finally, after years of her being the only one with a... Bit of a romantic story to tell. Well, her reaction shocked me. She went mad at me. What are you doing with someone so young? He's nearly the same age as my daughter. It's disgusting. I'm a cradle snatcher. It went on and on, and now I feel awful. The truth is, when I'm with Morris, it doesn't feel awful. It feels great. Me and Morris really both like each other. But am I being a disgusting cradle snatcher? I'm so confused. Please help, Joanna. Sylvia's jealous. You're she is, having a she? Good, she is proper. Yep. You're having a great time. Crack on our Joanne. Ah. Absolutely. Age has absolutely nothing to do with passion. Go for it. Embrace it. Love it. And you know, Morris loves it too. Clearly. They did it twice in one night. <laughs> People of women having to accept that men go out with younger women and we seem to think that's fine and the women get older and find it harder to feel as attractive as they did when they were younger and I think it's great it's absolutely amazing 
to have a younger man go, God, you're bloody beautiful, that much older, and I fancy you, and it's great. And if he genuinely likes that, and she genuinely likes him, the heart doesn't know how old you are. What an opportunity. So go for So women, Sylvia can rein it in. She's been telling her all about her latest exploits, you know, with her yeah. hemorrhoids and God knows what else, and she can be yeah. quiet. Yes, yeah. you can stick at hemorrhoids. Yeah. Do you know, my, my first wife was 17 years older than me. And we, we kind of had a little bit of that. And um, I was 29, she was 46, but I, I just fancied the pants off her, really. Love I had nothing it. to do with anything else. And and it was great. You know, the, the, the least of our problems was the age difference. You know, the fact we were incompatible later on. Nothing <laughs> to do with it. <laughs> it. It wasn't the deciding factor. <laughs> Did you teach you everything you know? I think, well, I think we taught each other a few tricks, to be fair, but it's going back a while. I think it's great. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. And I no, think no that, rules. And who and who who's to judge? How dare Sylvia say anything? It's just it's not that's not that's not what that's about. It's your business. It's your time. It's your kindness, care, and love for another human being. He's 25. He's a grown adult. He's been over the six years over the age of consent. Seven, sorry. Hey. Um, over the age of what? what what's, you know. Nine years. Nine, actually, sorry. Yeah. Is he? How old is he? 35. Otherwise. Oh, 25. 35. What's the age of consent? It's not 18. 16. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shit. I could have started earlier. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh, well, that's disappointing. It just wants a bit of attention all the time. She's one of those people that talks about everything all the time just for attention. She can't yeah. fact that someone else has got a bit of attention and a better story. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think it's fab. Bitter. You're full of gun on today, Tash, you, aren't you? Our posh. I, I said she's bitter. <laughs> oh, I thought accent. you said hitter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never mind, sir. Now, Joanne, just give Sylvia a proper good push. Well, I think that's pretty definitive from... Yeah, from yeah we're, we're all thrilled for you, Julia. Thrilled yeah, for you. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, and, and Morris. And um, Sylvia is the one with the problem. Be a super cougar. Embrace it. Yeah. Get Sylvia to write into us. We'll solve her problems next. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah Kingy's single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not yet, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure up. You're determined to get your shacked up, Simon. I know. Will you stop it? So, uh, what's uh, what's going on with Sylvia mm. then, do we think? Jealous, well, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it's just a bit odd, isn't it? But I think you handle the information the way you tell them back again. You say, look, I'm not a massive fan of you dating someone younger and you're a bit no close to your kid's age, but if you're happy, I'm thrilled for you, that's that's your risk. But you can, you can voice it, but rather than be so horrible about it and put her down, I think it's ridiculous. It's a bad thing. Really so I wonder what Julia's daughter thinks of this. Who's Julia? Joanna, <laughs> I mean. I mean Joanna. <laughs> I was getting confused completely there. <laughs> thought, oh, shit, I thought she was Sylvia. Oh, I've, I've written oh. these down wrong. Maybe Sylvia wants in on this. Ooh. Maybe Sylvia's been making all her stories up, but maybe she's been trying for ages to meet a Morris, and she hasn't had oh, chance, yeah. and now someone else has done it quicker. So all her stories were fake. Ooh. Yes. Because oh. now Julia's got a Morris Minor. <laughs> <laughs> and if Marius decides to go to Sylvia, now Joanna has got a Morris Traveller. <laughs> oh, he might be a Morris Maxi, which is why she's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, well, look, I think it's safe to say... Yes. 
Well, I'll chuff to bits. It certainly sounds that way. Yeah. I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's go around the table and we shall get the definitive answer. Should Joanna carry on with this relationship? Uncle Dave. Definitely continue. Embrace it, love it, and have fun. Okay, thank you. Uncle Si. Absolutely. Carry on. All right. Poshtash. Has he got a similar age brother? <laughs> if your life's in a mess, then the email address is theagonyuncles at thehairybikes.co.uk. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. And to all of you sending your troubles, thanks for trusting us, the Agony Uncles, with your problems. <laughs> you crazy fools. <laughs> yeah, so don't forget, send your questions and problems to Agony Uncles, all one word ski, at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's Agony Uncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you and try and help with your troubles. Now remember to follow this podcast so that a new one pops into your life every Friday morning. That's tick follow because it helps us no end. It's an early ray of sunshine every week just from us to you. So from Posh Tash, the thin white duke and me and me mate Dave. And us. Yes, it's Toronto next week. Have a safe, wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.